Could you give us your full name, Elodie, and uh, then spell it for us, and then I'll have you do an oath. My name is Elodie Cassette, E-L-O-D-I-E, Cassette, C-O-S-S-E-T-T-E. <clears throat> do you promise that the uh, evidence you give today will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Yes, I do. Uh, where do you live, uh, Melody? I live in Estevan, Saskatchewan. Okay. And were you living there when this whole COVID mandate thing unfolded? Correct. Okay. Um, tell us what you were doing for a living at that point. I was a drug care support worker for um, a group home. There were several group homes. I worked particularly in one for the last three years. Uh, there was um, two um, ladies in that home. Uh, they had different challenges that made it so there was only two in that home. Mm -hmm. um, I, uh, I uh, excelled at my job. I, uh, we were given kind of parameters as to the rights of the clients, the rights of us and the rights, and we were told to never treat them as kids. We were given, you know, the, 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 the training every year. Um, we were told they had to consent to things. I started to see things come down that uh, weren't consistent with giving them the right. Um, one of the things that I noticed was uh, the clients did not want to take the vax and uh, uh, so what they did is they asked their 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 fa living family to to encourage them to get the vax. When that didn't happen, I was told um, they made them make a doctor's appointment and then encouraged them to get the vax. How long had you been doing this kind of work? I did that for ten years. I, it was my passion. I absolutely loved it. I loved those two ladies. Um, I, f I found that they would do anything for me. I did not. I asked them, could you do this? Could you do that? I, I, in, um, in meetings, I found they were not treated that way always, or, or they didn't feel safe with the other workers so much as they did with me. Um, I would sit in meetings and, and think, man, you know, are these, are these, uh, two people that I don't know of because I never had any difficulties with them. We, uh, I, I was passionate about my job and it was very difficult for me um, to lose my job. I, I had seen inconsistencies for a while. I was not always an anti-vaxxer, but I had um, uh, been encouraged by my company to start getting the flu vaccines. Um, I started to get that flu vaccine. Um, when I got the flu vaccine, um, later on I, I got an autoimmune skin disease. When I um, checked with um, a doctor, a specialist, I said, I think from what I find that has, is a result of the flu vaccine not being tested properly, and, and she, she agreed. 
I said, I don't think I should take the vax. She said, I agree. Um, my boss had, in a, in a group setting, in, a, in a, a team meeting, mentioned she would never get us to that place where we had to be vaxxed. Uh, I was quite happy with that. Um, lo and behold, I'm not too sure how it came down, the, whether it was the board or her, um, but they started to implement the need to be vaxxed or to test. Um, at that point, I began to try and educate her and let her why I didn't want it. Um, she asked me if I could get a, um, if I could get this doctor to sign the exemption for me. She, I, I believe she liked me as a worker and knew that I, I did a good job. Um, I had up to that point no, no problems with her. And uh, so I tried to go back to that specialist, uh, she was scared for a job and said, no way, I'm not, I, 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 I uh, you, that's up to you, you know. So um, at that point, I, um, uh, I had had a mask exemption as well and I had, was not allowed to, to do that. I worked nights for 10 years, it was totally nights. <clears throat> so I had been, um, wanting to get a day, daytime job in that home because I liked it so much, but there wasn't an opening. And, uh, and by this time, the mandates came down from, from my uh, boss. And um, as of October 30th, I, uh, I, had the, I had to come to work and either present a test or my vaccine. Um, I, no, that's not true. Um, the vaccine, she gave me an, a religious exemption, and I think it's because she knew I was a good job, a do, good worker. Um, I have submitted a, an, an evaluation of me that was of, of excellent report. Um, but then uh, she said I didn't need the vaccine, but I needed to test. At that point, I knew family members that had uh, believed the science that had tried to uh, do the test because they're a teacher or something. They tested positive. They stayed home for their duration. Never had any any uh, symptoms, right. and I didn't want to become a statistic. Plus, I knew there were different people that um, if if you had um, the COVID shot, you could become you could still get COVID. Um, so therefore, if I came exposed to one of my workers who was vaxxed and allowed to be at work, I would be off two weeks. There was just no reason why I was going to play that game. So uh, at some point you were terminated. You tried various options. October 30th of okay. uh, 21. Yeah. So I'm I assume that had some effect on your um, fin financial situation? Yes. I've been one who pays her bills the day I get them. I hate I hate being in debt. I hate it with a passion. Yeah. Um, did you try to uh, apply for unemployment insurance? And and what happened there? Yes, I tried. I uh, exhausted. Pardon me. I exhausted every road. I, I went up four levels. And... Uh, was denied the the um, the last one was the um, 
I can't think of the name of it. Um, I, uh, I can't think of the name of it, but it, I, 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 not a tribunal. Okay. But, uh, so you went to more than one level of appeal yes, I and, went you, were, to, and I, you were denied. Yes, I went right? up four levels. Okay. Um, uh, but you never did get the vaccination, is that correct? No. Okay. Yep. No. After I saw what the flu vaccine did, I wasn't going to do that. Okay. Um, so you have tried to get other employment? Yes, and that was, it was stressful for me, so I decided my passion was people, so I started my own business. Um, uh, it, was, it was slow going, taking, taking off, as every, any business it has its, its beginnings. Um, I did everything I knew how to get my name out there. I, um, I, it was difficult, so I tried to take on other jobs that weren't my passion, and, um, and uh, consequently was still taking money out of my, my re retirement and had uh, pretty much uh, gone further than I was hoping with that. Did the uh, COVID situation cause you any problems with your children, your family? I'm passionate about my kids. God is first in my life. And work and my kids and my brothers and sisters, they're, they're at the top of the list. I had, I had as a parent, they're all adult kids. I've got seven wonderful grandchildren. They're all adults, and I had, I had trained them to excel at getting education and making their own decisions and whatnot. Um, I believed they could make the decision on this. If my, if my kids ever asked me advice, I look at it as a privilege to give them advice, but I feel um, they are adults now, and I am there to support them. So, um, consequently with that, um, they, they make their decisions. In light of that, I, uh, I, uh, I care about it. I've spoken up as much as I can, but I will not um, sever any relationship um, because of my belief system. So I tried to win them. Uh, and uh, they... Um, I'm, I'm proud of all of them, but uh, no. they have their um, belief system um, that I don't um, cross unless they open the door for it. Um, were, were your siblings vaccinated as well? Was there any problems there? Some, some of my siblings were vaccinated, some weren't. Um, I... Uh, I had a sister um, that uh, she had had, um, she, she believed what the media had, had said to do and felt she was right to, to get fully vaxxed. And I had a sister-in-law that uh, was fully vaxxed as well. And um, within a while, both of them, their livers shut down. And um, with my, my sister, her stomach would get to about a, a nine-month pregnancy. She would um, ha have that drained, a six- to seven-hour procedure. 
every 10 days for a long time. She ended up uh, passing November 11th of 21. And uh, then my sister-in-law um, also started to have her liver shut down and her legs would go twice the size. Um, and it was painful with the, the, the water not draining. And um, she passed February 12th of this year. Okay. Did you ever catch COVID yourself? Pardon me? Did yes, I did. Yeah. I did catch COVID. Um, I started to uh, notice that it was getting difficult, and I knew if I didn't act fast, um, uh, it, would, it would be me going into the hospital. So I phoned a couple of reliable friends who knew what to do. Uh, one brought me ivermectin, another one brought me, uh, got me uh, an antibiotic and a nebulizer. And within a day or two, the tenseness was gone, but the lasting, and I stayed home for, I believe, 10 to 12 days. And, um, and then I had a last, lasting cough for a couple of months and another, another physical ailment uh, that I had to do exercises for until it was, um, for a couple of months, and then I was back to normal. Okay, is there anything final that you would like to comment on with respect to the COVID scenario? Um, I guess uh, the thing that hurt me most in light of uh, our Prime Minister is that he, um, he made it so that uh, people were looked at as uneducated and um, stupid, I don't know his words, I, I, I don't have the memory of it, but for not being vaxxed. And uh, that is a stigma that, um, that I just had a problem with. And so I gave, gave a lot of leeway to people who were struggling with, yeah. with things because of it, I don't know how to say it, yeah. Are there any questions from the commissioners? Thank you for your testimony. Do you consider the EI decision to refuse you benefits as a form of institutional segregation that made you an outsider to a system that you had no choice but to contribute to throughout your working career? I'm sorry, I did not follow that. Could you repeat that? It's my voice today. Let me try that again. Do you consider the EI decision when they refused you EI to be a form of institutional segregation? Correct. Where you had, you had contributed to this um, EI program throughout your working career and then you, but not by choice because you have to. Yes. And felt like an outsider? Yeah. And what happened to me is I had bought the science at first as well. I started masking, I started doing the things at the very beginning, at, before all this. I started to buy it um, from the media. About two days after I was fired, I went up to the Parliament buildings in Saskatchewan to uh, protest peacefully. I won't be involved in bullying or lying. So I, I was a part of the, that as well. And when um, that night I went home to watch the news it said that there was, there was several hundred, uh, possibly a thousand of us there, 
and um, they said there was a few dozen there and they felt unsafe and they went indoors, the, the province did. So that's when I stopped the main media and that's when I gave grace to family members that don't get it. Thank you. Are there any other questions from the commissioners? Okay, on behalf of the National Citizens Inquiry, uh, thank you for your testimony today. And I want to thank you for allowing me to say it.